This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Now, continuing coverage of the expenses scandal at the legislature on the Simi Sarah Show. And there is a lot to cover with this. The report out barely an hour ago. So for the afternoon, there's a lot more still to come on this, including one of the people accused in this and cleared by Beverly McLaughlin. That would be the former sergeant at arms, Gary Lentz. He remains on administrative leave. Sounds like he's going to be holding a media availability at about 1.30 to respond to what was in the report today. We'll have that for you as well. And of course, none of this would have really happened if it hadn't been brought up in such let's just say, spectacular fashion by the Speaker of the Legislature, Daryl Plekis. One of the people who helped him do that is his chief of staff, Alan Mullen, and he joins us now to break down what he heard today. Thank you very much for joining us. Pleasure. Good afternoon. What did you think about the McLaughlin Report? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, uh, I I think it is uh, incredibly well written, obviously, from, you know, the top jurists in the country. Uh, You know, it it spoke to exactly what the terms of reference were. Uh, You know, I mean, I think we're a little bit disappointed that terms of reference were, were, you know, quite narrow. Uh, It was not a legal investigation. It was simply an investigation into administrative misconduct, i.e., was there conformity with legislative assembly rules, practices, or policies. Uh, I mean, did the report uh, speak to that? Absolutely, it did. So, I mean, we're, we're very happy with the report, and we're, we're tremendously grateful to uh, Justice McLaughlin. There is a, a part in there uh, on and around page 8 where the former Chief Justice does mention that with the Speaker of the Legislature, uh, he perhaps was a little too fast in investigating this rather than trying to fix the situation. What, what did you think about that? Well, I mean, I, I think from, from somebody looking at it, uh, you know, just with, with the ter- terms of reference uh, in front of her, I, I think that's a very fair comment. I mean, uh, you know, that, that, is, that is an observation she made. Uh, but I'll remind, uh, or I'm reminded of, of what we've been doing here for the last year and a half. And I, and I think there was no quick fix to this. There was no easy answer. And uh, we've seen it in the past where items are brought up, singular items are brought up to the individuals in question, and uh, ultimately it gets buried. And, and the Speaker and I felt, uh, you know, before we, we bring anything up, we, we want to make sure we are so right. Uh, so that's why we went through the process we did as, as we referenced in the past. Are you satisfied then with the fact that the clerk now has retired and that uh, Mr. Lentz has been cleared of misconduct but remains on administrative leave? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd use the word satisfied uh, or, or vindicated, as some people are suggesting. I mean, I think, uh, and the speaker thinks, that we still have a, a lot to do here. Uh, Mr. James uh, obviously made a, a decision for himself and for his family, uh, for whatever reason, to, to retire after a long time uh, in public service. Uh, and with regards to Mr. James, uh, he was placed on administrative leave November 20th, as you know, um, and, and that status hasn't changed. Uh, the The... The issues that that he was placed on leave for, those those issues are still outstanding. Uh, They were not part of the terms of reference for the McLaughlin uh, investigation. So uh, we still have a lot more to do, hence why the House has has, uh, maintained Mr. Lenz on that administrative leave with pay and benefits. Uh, What do you think is going to change as a result of this? What will get better? What will improve? 
Well, I think the report is obviously a very important first step toward, you know, accountability and transparency at the legislature. Uh, I mean, people have been saying it uh, over the years, time and time and time again, we need to be open and transparent. I think it will probably ultimately change some FOI laws as it pertains to, to the legislature. Uh, and at the end of the day, that's, uh, that's our primary goal. Make this place better uh, and, and more open and transparent. It is, after all, the people's house. Was, there not, was it not within the Speaker's abilities, though, to tackle some of these questions and fix a lot of these policies without turning it into this huge investigation? Like, couldn't the Speaker have done that as well? Well, I think I think uh, a lot of the stuff, especially pertaining to what's contained in the McLaughlin report, is uh, very you know policy and procedure orientated. But you know we must remember too that along the way, if we see items that are what we believe may be of a criminal nature, uh, then our obligation at that point is is to take it to the police, which we did. I mean that's that's not for the speaker to intervene on or, or fix or not fix. That's that's why that that uh, police investigation is going on. And also to make a blanket policy change at an institution this old that has these policies in place for such a long time, uh, obviously we would need we would need help from you know folks like the Auditor General who is now as you know doing you know a full in depth uh, forensic audit. So Mr Mullen, what happens now? Is this all done now? Uh, well, I mean, uh, we, we we still have the police investigation ongoing. Uh, there is still that audit I mentioned, and we're still, you know, about to go down that path of the workplace review. Uh, these are these are three big items. Um, you know, like I said, we've got a lot of work to do here in the Speaker's office. I think we've got a lot of work to do at the legislature in restoring the, the, the faith in, in this place uh, from the general public. I mean, like I said, I think this is a good first step. Uh, but we're not done here. We're not even close to being done. What has changed in your job now that all of this, these investigations and things are so public? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's obviously, uh, you know, a little bit uh, more uh, or a little bit easier, I, I would I would say. You know, people understand that at the end of the day, I, I believe from what I'm hearing, people understand that, look, uh, we're not getting anything out of this other than we just want to do the right thing. Uh, we came into this place uh, feeling... There's a lot of change that need to happen. And because it's become more public now, uh, it, it allows me to you know, work with a lot more people within the legislature and the assembly members themselves uh, to say, OK, well, let's let's do it collaboratively here. Uh, I'm looking at also doing a review across the country at best practices and, and learn from other legislatures. Yeah. How does the speaker feel about today? Uh, like I said, he like me, he's he's incredibly grateful to uh, Justice McLaughlin for all her her work and and her report. However, he does share that disappointment too that she didn't have, uh, you know, a full opportunity to follow the leads, i.e., some witnesses, some supplement supplemental reports, um, and that, and that wasn't her fault. That was the terms of reference were so narrow. So there's a little bit of disappointment there, but ultimately. Uh, you know, I mean, her her report really, uh, you know, clarifies a lot of stuff that was in the Plekis report from January. Isn't this actually then, isn't that the special prosecutor's uh, job right now? The, well, the special prosecutor's job is, is to look at the is, uh, the criminal side. All right. So there's still more to come on this, you think? That's, absolutely there is, yeah. Okay. Mr. Mullen, thank you for your time. Absolute pleasure. That is Alan Mullen, the chief of staff to Daryl Pluckus, who has been at the center of all of this uh, by bringing forth these allegations against the uh, now former clerk of the legislature and the sergeant at arms who remains as of today on administrative leave. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com. There's more to come on this, of course. We will continue to be following this story.